For me, um, a shocking statistic that emerged from the report was that McLennan County is one of the highest rates of teenage pregnancy. Um, and again, uh, these teenage mothers that are at higher risk um, for um, not having completed their education. Um, for generally, they are um, not as um, adept at taking prenatal, uh, prenatal vitamins or ensuring that they have the maximized physical health. And, and these are really important factors because, uh, as statistics are showing us and research is showing us, that by the time you're three, 85% of your brain is formed. And so those first three years are critical. And That's what really stood out to Tiara Vargas, director of special projects at the Waco Foundation. The Waco Foundation commissioned the study by the Texas Early Childhood Education Coalition. They had the point driven home to them that the poverty cycle doesn't just affect people from the crib on up. It also has an effect on the unborn. High school age mothers or those just making ends meet aren't often thinking about how their lifestyle shapes the development of their unborn child. It's something that Maria Aguilar of the Family Health Center sees all the time from her offices just north of Colcord and 18th Street. I like to think that, you know, we know we easily say that everybody has the same opportunity. We, we t you tend to hear that. Well, they had the same opportunity as I did. They just didn't take advantage of it. I don't think that's necessarily necessarily true for everyone. And I think that you know by investing time and education and money into the kids when they're you know as they're growing, um, we can change that. And so we can, it can't. I believe that in the future there is a possibility that. You know that for that to be true but right now unless we invest resources and money and education in that I think it's going to be hard. The TechX study found that communities in South and East Waco as well as Bellmead were vastly underutilizing prenatal services. In many cases in fact pregnant women are unaware of the importance of their lifestyle choices on their unborn child and unaware of the services offered. A nurse at the Family Health Center, Aguilar, was one of the community members interviewed to give a qualitative insight to the quantitative data. She didn't need to see the data to know that too many infants and young mothers were being missed. Aguilar had some new ideas and hopes to expand existing programs. Going into the schools, uh, that was one of the things that we talked about. Um, the other thing was maybe um, doing like some prenatal classes, uh, that kind of stuff, to educate moms while they're pregnant about what the, what the schedule is going to be like. We try to do that now, uh, early on after they have a baby. I go to the hospital and visit with the moms, and we talk about um, what the shot schedule is going to be like. Um, we talk about postpartum depression. We talk about transportation. We talk about breastfeeding. Um, we talk about birth control. Oftentimes, they don't catch the mothers until after the baby is born. But Aguilar's hope is to educate as many young women as possible about the development of their unborn child every step of the way to ensure the development occurs as it should. By the time the child is struggling in school years down the line, it's often too late. But I think, you know, what I tell patients is this. You don't want to bring your child when your child is 10 and having trouble in school. We need to see them at their two-week, at their two-month, at their four-month, and seeing how their progression is so that we can intervene at that point. Because then we have a... a a time frame of when we can help them but a lot of people don't believe that if they just go to the health department and get their shots um, they don't really need the checkup. It's a difficult proposal. For many living in poverty the stresses of a pregnancy or parenthood only add to the demands of paying bills and finding work. Often it takes only a small inconvenience to keep them away from the checkups or opportunities that will benefit their baby. Well, we talked about the for at the beginning the issue was uh, when gas went up. That was a big issue of um, health care to our um, to our moms and to our babies. Um, that was a big issue. Transportation was another. 
um, with um, them being able to get to their appointments. And so um, we kind of gave over the information of the Medicaid transportation program. There was a 1-800 number they could call. Uh, and it could help them have access to transportation to get to their appointments. There's no comprehensive answer to the questions of educating mothers-to-be and current mothers, but Aguilar is encouraged that the community is taking a serious look at the issue. In a community with such a high teen birth rate, she says, that cooperation is a must. She's excited that it's an area that educators and leaders will be focusing on and is hopeful that the TechX study, along with the continuing efforts of the Greater Waco Education Alliance, will continue to foster a concerted effort to improve the quality of life for community children. They really have reached out to us, yes. Uh, and I believe that um, th for the future, I mean, things are going to get better because gonna, there's going to be more resources available to them. And this study was a proof that, you know, they know that there is a problem and they're doing what they can to fix it. You can see the study online at www.kwbu.org slash child study. We'll continue to look at areas related to the quality of life study in the coming days. Prior stories are on our website. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.